1: clockwork cabaret hooray Hooray! i am emmett davenport and i am lady Addercop. and uh, first off i would like to say hello and welcome to all the new listeners on mad wasp radio because we have now gone back to radio
2: we have kicked a hornet's nest and now we're here and now we're here I assume that's how this works. I have no idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're now on the radio. Um, so this is now, once again, a. Internet radio. Yes, we're now a radio show and podcast, just like. Oh, wait! Like we started.
2: And it. What? We're an internet radio show in England now. It is. It's in the UK, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like that calls for my bad accents. Oh,
1: really? Obviously. I guess if you it. England
2: has a long tradition of loving bad accents of, of of other people, but since I'm a damn dirty Yankee, that oh. means I'm just gonna make a bad accent for them. Ah la la, I'm, I'm Lady Ada and this is the clock that and here we are enjoy our england world. it's kind of australian mixed with no no i don't know what that is <laughs> no wait oh no you said australian then it went australian hold on <laughs> gotta get back to england oh so all oh, right <laughs> clearly this is very, we're very clearly on the queen's airwaves
1: yes i think we're gonna get kicked off the queen's God's airwaves really quickly in britannia <laughs> With that accent,
2: you know what I uh, like? Colonization, yes. Hello, <laughs> yeah, and okay, England. Don't get insulted by that joke. I'm an American. We're just as bad. Yes,
1: if not and worse. And if I'm gonna
2: go Australia, and be like, ah, oh, hey, what's that? Wait, not yeah. No, I thought you like. We got F. The... coronavirus. No, that's still British. Oh, I sure. thought you like
1: oh. doing the Rocco's Modern Life voice for Australian. No,
2: that's the, that's. that's yeah. <laughs> I could just could not do that. <laughs> Well, we're from Australia. We don't have the coronavirus anymore because we have a government that actually cares if all citizens live or die. <laughs> Good on you, America. Good on you, England. Hope you do well later. You won't. Goodbye. <laughs> That's oh, that was sad. Made <laughs> myself sad with that. Bed. I know. All right. So
1: for our, I guess. We should do a little quick introduction since, since for our new listeners, who maybe we're oh, gonna get us new listeners. <laughs> well,
2: oh, hey, hi, how are you? Welcome to it.
1: <laughs> well, for the for people who are this is their first exposure to this nonsense, I feel like we should give a little bit of background, and education, and maybe to remind our old listeners, you know. Who we are? While. It's been a while. Um, so I'm Emmett Davenport. Uh, I I started this show eons ago, back in the wee this dinosaur times. Back when the internet was new and nice. Back when dinosaurs roamed the earth, and you could listen to music on giant vinyl discs. <laughs> they were they were large and black, and you could throw them at people. Um oh, large <laughs> And eat food off of day. them. Don't eat food off them. That's really bad for them. That's terrible. Don't do that. You never get the pasta out. <laughs> <grooves>. I said pasta. <laughs> How do you
2: assume the immediate
1: I just assumed I was gonna eat spaghetti out of, a, out of out so of off I a record. I don't <laughs> know. I assume I'm gonna eat pasta off a record. I feel like I may have done that once.
2: Okay, that's a you
1: story. No, I don't
2: know. I'm just making it up. Um, but, <laughs> but Emmet has eaten pasta off of a off of a record. That's the first thing you should know about her. Yes.
1: I was I was a homeschooled weirdo. I was a homeschooled weirdo and I am old. So old. <laughs> I'm so so old. so old. I have I have been a DJ since nineteen ninety six.
2: Oh, God, we have to have dates now? I don't have dates. And
1: uh, where I, I DJ'd a party for the first time, and then DJ'd some clubs, and then made a lot of mixtapes. And then I played a lot of clubs. And then I stopped playing records because they got too heavy and moved to CDs. <laughs> and then I started this radio show with my sister Claude. And then she abandoned me. And then my other oh. sister Mingan joined me. And then she abandoned me oh and then lady attercup very graciously agreed to join me and that i've been stuck I with her ever her. since i've abandoned
2: her today <laughs> I <have> no! Not- <laughs> no. oh no you're asking for dates i don't know no, I, a- I said one something. date i said one date it's one more date than i have just make something up i will lie can do hello i am lady Addercop. i am a person <laughs> i exist in this reality uh i don't know i guess like you threw dates at me and now i don't know what to say um i started i guess okay from the beginning uh i started off as a fan of the show she stalked uh, and- me no offense, she stalked Stalking me. Dirty words. Stalking makes it sound like I found your home address, which I never did.
1: That's true because I didn't give it to you. She exactly. still doesn't
2: know where I live. I still don't know where she's lived. We've actually never met face to face. This not, not a lie. It's
1: not true. <laughs> no,
2: I don't. I, you know, it's been a very long time, and I don't actually, I don't actually remember how I found the show. That's embarrassing to admit. Um, I started off as a fan. My then significant other, now spouse, and I would listen to it, Mr. Ducky, uh, when we lived in Florida. I was at the time doing a web comic, um, right. which was like, no, they still exist. I don't have to explain that.
1: <laughs> to the way you it. said that, it, it had like a question mark at the end marks. when you said web comic?
2: That- Is that a thing? I don't know, that was a, it was, it was the internet was young and heady and <laughs> anyone could throw any garbage up on it. They and I was do. one of those people that slung garbage at the wall to see what stuck. I, yes, I was a heady, I was a, a, a wild haired ingenue <laughs> living in the swamp. listening to the show on the internet while i penned my whimsical illustrations for the internet (laughs) Uh, i did a webcomic at the time called strange fiction and i and and my mr ducky and i were big fans and we would interact with the show and i would draw things because i don't I'm, I'm bad at peopling but I'm good at drawing so I was like if I draw things perhaps they will be my friends and guess what internet it worked that's just true. don't be weird that's, about it
1: that's also because we're also bad at friends
2: yeah yeah you just have to find somebody else's as bad as friends that you are and then draw things at them and just kind of back off the weird a half a decimal
1: as did i mention i was a homeschooled weirdo because there yeah, you go trust
2: that trust me the half a decimal is important it's true yes i was a weird neurodivergent web cartoonist that for some reason these people liked and
1: we're a bunch of weirdos
2: yes one heady autumn They invited us to North Carolina for a Eccentric Fest, and we came, and we had a good time, and then we came up for a second Eccentric Fest, and we had a good time, and then uh, Mr. Ducky and I decided that it was time for us to leave North Carolina, or no, Florida. Yes, the swamp. We came to North Carolina, and uh, we, then we were physically here, and we made friends, and then eventually I became a co-host, and I don't know what else to say about my, I'm just a person that likes music and I like sharing the things that I like with other people. And I have been doing this show since, according to Facebook, 2012 slash 2013, because 2012 uh, New Year's Eve was the, my debut as a DJ and as a co-host of the show. Yeah. And then I've been here ever since. It's true,
1: it's true. And uh, previously, before the COVID times, we 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 pretended that we lived on an airship, Calpurnia, and had mad, crazy, madcap adventures. Mm. However, during the COVID times, we have been confined to our rooms, separate <laughs> from each other, and uh, we have only seen each other via skype via skype zoom whatever the heck it's called and also for brief moments when when she has come into the coffee shop that i work at that yeah. that, that mr ducky works at and gotten coffee and then we try not to gush all over each
2: other um, right we try, we try to, <laughs> and then we, we we stay there hanging out yeah uh, yelling at, yelling each, at other. each other yelling at each other from 12 feet apart through masks until someone else comes in and then it gets too awkward because there's more than two people and then I leave um yeah I (laughs) (laughs) what What? I told you we
1: needed to do like a kind of a reintroduction since we were joining this
2: I I thought I would be good at it and I froze in the moment and I was like I don't know I drew some stuff and they liked it and then i moved to north carolina and now i sound like an insane person
1: i don't i'm not seeing the lie in this at all Oh, sorry okay. right. no, i'm just kidding i'm kidding
2: <laughs> but you okay we we did not like we were ready to leave no i invited
1: you guys and
2: and you offered mr ducky a job and he had not been employed for three years and we were ready to make a change and i had an office job that was slowly murdering my soul and so that gave us like the impetus to leave and then it just actually worked out it wasn't like a weird
1: yes no you didn't stalk me and then
2: show up like come to your doorstep to, to, to Davenport's with a crossbow um
1: oh that's a very specific we should talk about we
2: there was Davenport's in Wingo Perry yeah. which was the yeah, first Davenport place Winkle that Perry. you had your uh, coffee shop where yeah. Mr. Ducky first worked and that was the original home of the continuing Clockwork balls. yeah and that was a lot of fun I loved that place, and and we hosted parties there until we couldn't because the building got sold.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh no, we've we've had quite we've had quite an adventure, and yeah. it has been nine, nine, ten years hmm. that you have well, been involved in this.
2: 2012. What year is this? 2020. Yeah,
1: it's 21? been nine years.
2: Nine. I don't years. know how to do math. That's that's more than two. That's nine years. That's more than two. Nine. Look at all
1: those years. Nine. More than two. (laughs) Nine years. You have Is done it? you have done this show longer than you did your web comic.
2: I have done this show longer than I did my web comic. I did my web comic for five years. Yes, you're, so you should be proud of yourself. Yeah, look at that, stuck with it. And and uh, over the course of the nine years that we have lived here in North Carolina, I ended up uh, getting a job in a salon that you knew the owners for. I really enjoyed it, and now I'm in cosmetology school, which means. She will talk about it a lot. Which means you want to learn about perms. I'll tell you some stuff about perms you never wanted to know. Um, and also. Oh, uh, the world's longest cosmetology degree. Because I can't actually touch people during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, here we are. In this. Uh, weird. Internet distanced version of the show that we started uh in in the front part of your cafe yeah uh oh the in the gallery of your cafe uh and and we had many adventures and many characters that i have forgotten all oh, about during the years do yes. you remind me of them and i'm like oh yeah i used to pretend to be a psychotic koala and <laughs> and i also used to be pretend to be a psychotic uh orphan and orphan, i'm yeah. sensing a trend to the characters i play on the show
1: yeah yeah you're good at the villains
2: i do <laughs> weird voices with bad accents
1: yes no it's true and
2: it's one true. day one day
1: maybe we'll get back to that and we will oh, return to those things
2: again and it even spawned a, a, a spin-off for a brief time our our real play uh rpg podcast called dice dice by darling Um, and then i did one season of i guess and uh, then i went to cosmetology school in no time and then our friend donnie picked up dm duties and then we had to stop because covid yeah yeah And it's not something we can do over skype because it makes all of us hurt
1: yeah in our hurts it is it is not a it is not a fun it's not a fun thing
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, the, yeah. The thing about being neurodivergent is sometimes that you kind of need the people in the room with you to bounce off of. So,
1: yes, when you take a group of five or six, five, um, uh, five, five, I five. Yeah, when you take a group of five neurodivergent
2: people, uh, and stick. Them in. I'm not making any. I'm not making any assumptions about any of our other players. Just talking about myself. I just
1: happen to know that. There are five other...
2: (laughs) Well, I know Mr. Ducky has a CD.
1: (laughs) I'm talking about myself. I know that uh, at least one of the other players has commented on that. So... Uh, I I wasn't trying to blow anyone else's spot up. We're all wacky. We're all just wacky. And that... Is how the clockwork cabaret has uh, it has come to exist, and why we are here is because we both really, really like music and mm-hmm. we like sharing music with other people. And sometimes mm-hmm. the music is songs that you have heard a thousand times, and then sometimes the music, is songs that you have never heard of and you may never hear it again because we play it and then go, why did we ever share this with anyone? <laughs> and, then, and then sometimes the music is a weird song that we then play to death for two or three weeks and then we stop playing com- completely until someone asks us about it.
2: And then we go, oh, yeah we
1: did play that
2: a lot yeah well yeah we we like sharing the things that bring us joy we are both big music nerds uh and that we both are really missing uh the live dj experience right now yes um because as much fun as it is to do over twitch i i know we keep saying we're going to do it again but there's like it's very lacking it's very hard it, it, it is, is fun in that like, oh, it's fun to play music that you enjoy and and listen to it, but and sometimes people respond in the little chat box, and that's awesome, um, uh, but it is, mm, it's not the same as doing it live, no, it's true, yeah, yeah, and and, and like I think part of our reluctance to do it like remotely is that. There is an aspect to that that we're both really missing, that the Twitch experience just doesn't.
1: Yeah. Oh no. I as as a as a DJ that that has played clubs and 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 large venues and things like that for 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 a very long time. One of the things that I actively miss is the physically seeing people respond to oh. the music that's being played, like. You don't even necessarily have to be dancing. I just have to be able to see that you are enjoying yourself. if you are if you are sitting somewhere and and tapping your toe or you're bopping around or you're obviously like deep in conversation with somebody, but you're having a good time, like that's that's the part that I absolutely mm. and totally miss. And I am very excited for when Covid times are over. So that maybe we can go back to having some live parties because. Oh, I, we miss, you all miss so it so much. Yes.
2: And we, the whale dance is not the same on your own. And I will also say that there's a special little bit of serotonin hit when you play something that you put on just because you love it. And then you look at the dance floor. Oh, yeah. And, and
1: everyone, everyone else is... is
2: loving it too. Yeah. And, oh, God, yes. that's a good feeling.
1: And. So this week's playlist was heavily inspired by our friend Lee who uh who basically requested a couple songs and and then how did they describe it?
2: Uh horny horny, horny, horny confessional. confessional.
1: Yeah, so horny and, confessional. Uh, yes.
2: And Lee is one of the people that has been at so many clock yes. ball events yeah and at, they've been
1: all at uh, all of our yes, parties and, and,
2: and manned our our merch booth at dragon con and uh been there when we had to close down davenport's and winkle perry and yeah. they are an integral part of at least uh in in my heart oh yeah no definitely this this world yeah
1: yeah, like, they and are. North they North. are part. They are part of our of the Clockwork Cabaret family, and they will always Absolutely. be.
2: Absolutely. And
1: so, with that, I'm going to press a button.
3: This is Mad Wasp Radio.
2: with Grounds for Divorce. Before that, we had The Black Keys with Ten Cent Pistol and starting off our set was Legendary Shack Shakers with Born Under a Bad Sign.
4: In the valley, the girl wins At the back of a
5: cabin Where's a dress made of red oh, For a night
4: Care of her. The oath goes for
5: her, saddle scores for her.
3: Bis der Mann entdeckt.
2: Musician and mine. Hosier with uh, Wasteland Baby. Before that, we had Brown Bird with Blood of Angels. And starting off our set was Murder by Death with Organ
0: Grinder. Now, here comes the music.
2: Do I look bothered
6: Oh, you are
2: awful,
3: but I like you. <laughs> Ned was radio
7: talking to
2: with moderation. Before that, we had Beirut with Santa Fe, and starting off our set was Iron and Wine with Woman King.
5: It's been a long, long time since I've memorized It's been four hours now since I've wandered through your place. And when I sleep on your couch, I feel very.
8: side Mount those bridge rails Ride all night Scream when captured Arch your back Let this whole town hear your knuckles crack Sapphire Trans Am High beams in vain. Drive wild bronco Turbine's hiss Someday we won't remember the And in their surface, see two young savage things Barely worth remembering Feast like pagans, never get enough Sleep like dead men, wake up like dead men And when the sun comes, try not to hate the light upright crawl
0: Magic is this? What is it? Mad Wasps. Mad Wasp Radio. We love you, Mad Wasp. Bring on the music.
4: Always high. Foot inside a tent. I could build a fire To save my life. I lied about being the outdoor turn. I never slept out. that I came to that was one time my car broke down for I lied until I fit the bill. God bless. Just as well, I'm not invited. I'm afraid of heights. I lied about being the outdoor time. Never learned to swim, can't grow a beard or even fight. I lied about being the outdoor time.
2: And during this song set, I will remind our listeners that I don't. I don't say anything correct ever, and sometimes the influence of where I have grown up may flavor my pronunciations. And that said, that was the Limonhead. No, I'm just kidding. That was Lemonheads <laughs> with the outdoor type. Before that, we had the Mountain Goats with, damn, these vampires. And starting off our set with Sufjan Stevens with Futile Devices Come gather around people Wherever you roam
5: Admit that the waters Around you have grown Except that soon You'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you better Start swimming or you'll sink like a stone When time with your pen Keep your eyes wide, this chance won't come again. Don't speak out too soon, for the wheel's still in spin There's no telling who that it's naming For the loser now will be later to win For the times they are a-changing Come senator. Please heed the call Don't stand in the hallway Don't block the hall For he that gets hurt Throughout the land, don't criticize what you can't understand. Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command, your old road is rapidly aging. Please get out of the Curse
9: For now, I won't see you for some time I am lost in my mind I get lost in my mind Mama once told me You're already home where you feel love I am lost in my mind I get lost in my mind I get lost in my mind, lost in my mind Yes, I get lost in my mind
5: Raise a glass to turnings of the season I watch it as it arcs towards the sun And you must bear.
2: emberists with don't carry it all before that we had the head and the heart with lost in my mind and starting off our set was walter sickert and the army of broken toys with the times they are a-changin'
6: A the pillow, fast to sleep. Poor girl, head against a window, lost in dream. One day they will be as giant stronger than the sun. But that day ain't gonna come. Why world? Why world of sorrow will stand the change. One day they will be as giants, stronger than the sun. Mm-hmm. But that day. Wasp Radio relies on listener support to keep us going.
7: So if you have a spare moment,
6: please visit our donate page on our website, madwaspradio.com, and give us a few pennies.
10: Rain that time
5: or none of us be able to afford to live again. You look on some cigarettes in your purse and you curse that I fell in love with the sound of that obscene and lovely word. You were older, you were vicious. I was younger, not suspicious, and I was being fucked around. I was, I was, I won't. I don't want to talk about this now. You stuck to the guys. Hung my head sadly I got used to it I'll see you at some funeral You know i got a few in mind We'll be fighting But I'll be smiling Because remember that time I saw you
2: we had the world slash inferno friendship society with your younger man and starting off our set was m ward with poor boy minor key.
11: sometimes when facing common trouble when whole town is screwed we become actually human act like prometheus would Suddenly there is more humor and a party-dubber style People ringing one another Yo, man, how's your blackout? Suddenly there is more music Made with buckets in a park Girls are dancing with a flashlight, I got only one guitar And you see brothers and sisters All engaged in sport of health Making merry out of nothing Like in refugee camp Oh yeah, oh no, it doesn't have to be so It is possible anytime, anywhere, even without any dough Oh yeah, oh no, it doesn't have to be so The forces of creative mind are has... And you think, all right now, people, they have finally walked up But as soon as trouble over, watch them take another nap now nobody's making merry Only trotting, scared of boss Everybody's making hurry For some all-forgotten cause But one thing's surely eternal It's condition of a man Who don't know where he's going Who don't know where does he stand Whose dream power is a battle Put away in dry dark place Whose youth power is well buried Under propaganda weight, Whose dream life in opposition To the life during the day who's beating down and believing It just kinda goes this way Yeah, oh no It doesn't have to be so It is possible anytime, anywhere Even without any doubt Oh yeah, oh no It doesn't have to be so The forces of the creative mind That's
2: Molly with These Exiled Years before that was Javotchka with Basso Profundo and starting off our set was Go Go Bordello with Oh No It's quarter two. Oh I must get a little hand put on that watch
10: Hi, it's about time you were tuned into Madworth's radio Always the best coming
1: out of the nest Hi, thank you So Lady Addercup, what was the most awkward Uh-oh. date proposal you've ever had?
2: <laughs> you are doing to this to me on purpose. Yes, because I, I am. T- I spent fifteen minutes I, telling you how bad I was at accepting date proposals. I know, and that is why I have asked.
1: Because okay,
2: all right. So. so in all of those those things that we discussed before, where multiple boys and girls tried to ask me on dates, and I was too idiotic to understand that that. W- was What was happening, It just was like you don't, you don't, you don't have to flatter me. I understand that this is a pity thing that you're doing. Um, the most awkward time I've ever been acting, asked on a date, and that I actually accepted. I was in the hospital,
1: I, I thought that was the one you were gonna go yeah, with. Yeah,
2: I was in the <laughs> hospital with a uh, staph infection, uh, so you were woozy. Life. I was, I was literally hooked up to an IV and could not Which leave. It's is
1: the sexiest date proposal ever. No, I'm just kidding. It's
2: not. Let's <laughs> see, hey, folks. If you're going to ask somebody out on my date, let me tell you how to really corner that market. Yeah. They're ho- currently hospitalized and cannot physically escape. Well, yeah, that's why. an IV.
1: Because the escaping is the, really, the end part
2: well you know the iv is 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 bigger than the room door frame so you really can't get yeah. to get out it's going to be awkward yeah i got asked out on a date by by a gentleman uh, while i was hospitalized with a staph infection and he <laughs> rode his bike to the hospital to ask me out <laughs> I I feel like I've told this story before on this show. You may you may <laughs> have, but but well, yeah, well, new, well, listeners, new, new listeners, new listeners here, a uh, relish in my in my Awkward. horribleness and your awkwardness. That's in where my, uh, I'm going the with awkwardness it. of my youth um, asked me out while well, I was t- trying not to die from a stuff <laughs>
3: infection. <laughs>
2: And I said, well, hey, you know what? If I survive this, sure, why not?
1: Oh, and so, we did. So you were hoping you weren't going to survive. <laughs> you <laughs> rolled the dice and you came up roll empty. Roll you got the dice
2: snake eyes. You <laughs> didn't come up in my favor. No, actually, at, no, no. to be fair, he, he was an awkward guy awkward dude but that doesn't necessarily that's not necessarily a problem for me I'm an awkward person as well so I said yes I'm like all right, yeah sure you know you rode your bike to the hospital to see me I guess that's not stalkery I guess that could be sweet spoiler alert it was not sweet
1: also wasn't Um, he racist
2: yeah no he told a super super awkward anti-semitic joke i was on a double date with him and his friend and her and his date and he told a super super anti-semitic joke and the date and i just both sat there staring at them and then she went i'm jewish which is just always (laughs) you want that to go down and i also realized subconsciously i did not want this date to go well because i showed up to it in an oversized men's denim button-up with long sleeves <laughs> uh and jeans and converse because I always were converse and then topped this entire ensemble off with a flintstones tie
1: oh nice yeah nice. you know because when you
2: want to impress your date you want it when you Impress your heterosexual date as a lady. That's what you go with. You wear a blue jean. <laughs> you wear a denim button, a long sleeve denim button up, and a Flintstones, a a Fred Flintstones patterned tie, because <laughs> you want to make sure to impress. oh, oh baby Nicole. <laughs> Yeah, no, like that's... go back to you and explain some things you would do so much better did not go well FYI everyone uh, not because of the Flintstones tie shock I would,
1: I would hope it was because of the horrible racist joke
2: <laughs> you know that didn't get things off to a good start and then they continued to be on a bad start when he asked me what I would do if he proposed to me oh on a first date on a first date
1: yeah no he went,
2: yeah well, you know if i were to show up in a limo and yes. ask you to marry me would you say yes and i was like yeah, no no i would not yeah no because you know i want to go to college and do things also, and not be married I, have to you a not... guy who tells holocaust jokes
1: also have you not noticed that i'm wearing a denim button-up <laughs> shirt not, with aren't... a Flintstone tie
2: also very baggy and untucked did not even tuck it into the pants oh. that i was wearing to even give the silhouette of a feminine figure cause... oh yeah no hey fuck that guy he yeah. told a joke
1: yeah no that's mm,
2: yeah uh, i like to think he's learned better now and has found someone else that also shares his love of uh animation and henna Barbera, but I was not it for him and that was the story of my my worst date proposal. And um, what is yours, Emmett? Can you top it? Um. Or or can you? I don't know if I can top it, it in the misery train. I, I don't know if I can
1: top it, but I was. Um, I can tell you about the time that. Uh, so during my single days, uh, my friend Janin liked to. Uh, try to uh, play matchmaker with me when uh, we lived in Savannah. And uh, I would go to go out to Goth Night. And every now and then, there would be a young gentleman around that would pique my interest, but I wouldn't say anything. And once I made the mistake of commenting <laughs> to a young man about his t-shirt selection because it was a very obscure band from a town in new hampshire that i used to live in and i was like oh that's a weird like that's a very, like nice shirt like sam black church that is a band that i like it's a very weird band that Slightly obscure that no one else has heard of because it's from Hinsdale, New Hampshire. Why would you know that? But right, you got like excited. You're like, oh, I got where I I excited, and I told. Escapee? Yes, I told the young man that I liked his, I liked his shirt, and my friend Janin took that, as that I thought he was attractive or interested, oh. and so she gave him my number. Oh no! <laughs> and then. The next night, the young man called me and asked me to go out on a date with him to see him fight in an MMA <laughs> fight. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I declined <laughs>
2: said fight. Said date oh, invitation. Oh, did you know? I I did, because... I, mean, I, I might say, say yes to that, just because I want to see what that's right. I mean, I there was... I me. will
1: say, there was a moment where I thought... <laughs> Wait, do I want
2: to see this? <laughs> well, on the one
1: hand, absolutely not. On no. the other hand... There was a... Yeah, there was a moment where I thought... <laughs> I, I would like to see you, little skinny dude, get beat beat the hell up. <laughs> yeah, sure. Assuming. He was very, he he was very tiny. I could break him with one arm. I mean, he was not.
2: <laughs> you were like, "Am I going to have to defend you in the ring?" Yeah. Also, get...
1: yeah. I thought it was kind of a strange first date,
2: it kind of thing. Is... Like, yes, would you like to either like, see me beat someone else bloody, yeah. or would you like to see me get? Beat yeah, like lot? it
1: was just is an I... odd choice as a first date selection also you know i had to have there was that weird moment awkward phone thing where i had to go who is this i don't <laughs> I, know i don't know who
2: this who is this is and why he ha- are you inviting me to why are you fight? and
1: he was like oh you know your friend gave me your phone number you Aww. you said you liked my shirt and i was like Oh no, this is not a nice boots oh. moment. This was not a nice boots moment. This is not. Also yeah, well, like nice oh, boots moment. Oh <laughs> like the
2: age of texting cuz I feel like this would be less awkward over Yes. Texting.
1: And so I had to have a moment of for one remembering who he was and I was mm. like oh hello and I can't remember what his name was it um and that doesn't Wait, really we matter. Not, we will name
2: no names. I yes. do remember
1: yeah. the No, name. I don't remember it. I don't remember his name as I'm well, not well, sure. I will not identify him yeah i don't remember what his name is but he uh he did not yeah he he invited me to the mma thing and i said and i very politely declined and said maybe maybe some some other time perhaps (laughs) some other MMA fight some other thing but you know i got to wash my hair my head was shaved at the time so you know yes i very, have to scrub wash, this stubble scrub this not believe yes that but uh Yeah, so that was... And then I don't think... And then I never heard from him again. Um, Hopefully he did not die in that MMA fight. uh...
2: (laughs) He actually died that day. I unfortunately heard from my Holocaust date several other times in which he reiterated his unfortunate opinions about people of other races several times over the phone with me so that it like i was sure to know it was not a mistake or just not an ill-fated joke that he thought might go over well with the girl who has a name that sounds very jewish Mm. and also the actually jewish date of his friend in south florida yeah, so that needless to say, I just and I feel and I feel bad. I do actually feel bad because I this was not a term of the time, but I just kind of started ghosting him because I was young and awkward and did not know how to break up with somebody. Like, hey, it, hi, I, we went on oh, a date. Oh, sweetie, uh, you sweetie, were racist, sweetie. You were not dating. You, you no, went, that's true. We did go out you, on one date. You went
1: out on, on one date. It is not dating. You, you yeah, did but he not call me up. Bunch. Yeah, no, he was being weird.
2: He was being weird. You're allowed to I ghost stopped. him. Oh, I stopped responding. That's yes. true. That's true. No. When somebody stalks you and you have no interest in dating them and you stop responding.
1: Yeah, no, you're allowed. You're allowed. Yeah. That is also, that is not dating. One date true. is not dating. I can, that is true. I can tell you that from experience. One date is not dating.
2: I I guess I always felt a little guilty about ghosting, him, but I'm gonna say, you know what? If you bring out a Holocaust joke in the first date and it doesn't go over well, and then you double down with more racist bullshit, yeah, uh, no. you're, you're 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 the uh, the person you are interested in does not owe you a goodbye.
1: No, no. Also, maybe take a hint.
2: Maybe take a hint. Maybe don't be a racist douchebag. Yeah, yeah. And also, you
1: know, stop being racist, medic douchebag. Also, stop being racist.
2: And don't don't ask somebody out in the hospital. Also, yes. <laughs> I thought you were gonna die. I thought this might be my last dance with you. Not the the romantic line you think it is.
1: Oh, but yeah, but you did roll the dice thinking that uh you were gonna die, because you that's the only reason you took that bet. <laughs>
2: <'Cause> <laughs> Maybe I mean, I'll die and I'll I'll get out of this. Yeah.
1: I strongly <laughs> suspect there was a part of you that was like Oh sure, sure I'll agree to this.
2: This directly before, might as well say and 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 to the other individuals that asked me out after that, and that I was too dumb to understand. I am. I am so sorry. You were nice and you were lovely, and we were flirting. And I was just too dumb to understand that you might actually legitimately be interested in me because you seemed nice and lovely. And up until that point, the only people that had expressed interest had been creeps. And you didn't see my creeps. So I thought that it couldn't be real. And that was on me, not on you. I, uh, I hope you found the nerd person of your dreams with someone else. Like, no, I feel, I I kind of do feel bad for those people who really honestly put themselves out on the, like, like, legitly put themselves out there and I was just too dumb to understand that what they, like, to believe what they were telling me. And that is a good lesson. Always believe, when people tell you who they are or tell you that they are interested, believe them. Don't like when someone says a racist joke on your first date, understand they are a racist. Or when somebody says to you, hey, so just putting it out there, if you wanted to go out on a date like I'd be game, don't expect they're doing it out of kindness. Expect that they're like honest with their feelings. And and go for it.
1: If you want to creep if you
2: want to. You don't have to if you want to. If you want to. Like I was interested in these people and and didn't didn't it? Didn't take the invitation. That's where the regret comes in. Yeah. No. If somebody's a racist douchebag on your first date, and you kind of feel like it's gonna go that way, and you put on your unsexiest outfit for what you think might be a cis-hetero man, take that as a hint. <laughs> <laughs> I should have understood. Like if I was going on a date with a girl, and I put that outfit on aces like yes <laughs> little little nerdy cartoonist girl and i was all like hey check out my friend Pie. Yeah. that'd have been cute you're going out on a date with what you think is a cis hetero man and you're like i
0: put on my most butch outfit
2: <laughs> try to get past my defenses now boy like maybe take that as a hint you're not interested
1: no it's true and <laughs> With, on that note this...
2: Learn from our mistakes Yes,
1: we're terrible We're terrible humans We
2: we exist as an example of what not to do And
1: on that note This has been the Clockwork Cabernet She is Lady Attercup,
2: And she is Emmett Davenport And it, remember It's not work we do
1: It's butch <laughs> and
0: Suffer from the horrendous ailment of omnitism? Oh,
5: it hurts everywhere!
0: So many of us do, having never realized that there is a simple and easy cure. With the introduction of Dr. Phineas T. Norwood's patented omnitism oil, a healing antiseptic liniment. You can be free from crippling omnitism. This amazing new oil can be used both internally and externally, but is best when used in combination. Headache? Phineas can cure that. Gut rot? Phineas can cure that. Bunions? Eye strain? Toothaches? Phineas can cure all of that. Generalized non specific pain? Phineas can cure that too right away on a cloud of happiness using Dr. Phineas T. Norwood's patented Omnitism Oil. Dr. Phineas T. Norwood's patented Omnitism Oil, a healing to a
10: We all go a little mad sometimes.
4: Haven't you?
7: The best
0: alternative,
5: Mad Wasp Radio.